Why, hello there, my friend. Welcome to Jesus Smart, the podcast. This is episode 26, and the belief here is that Jesus knows how our lives work optimally, the best, and the future belongs to his kingdom. You can see the show notes page for this episode at JesusSmart.com. This is a mini-sode. It's part of our Apostolic Christ Follower series. This is part six. And it's called the Antioch Dynamic. I encourage you to go back and look at these other little minisodes, parts one through five, to get the, the scope and the sequence, if you will, of the content that I'm trying to pursue. This whole series is just a primer, of course. It's sort of a one-on-one, an introduction. And our focus is not so much on the noun apostle as it is the adjective apostolic. The belief among many is that the Holy Spirit is restoring edges in the church and raising up an apostolic people within the church, and that's what we're excited about in this series. This is part six. In Acts chapter 13, verses 1 to 3, it says, Now there were at Antioch in the church that was there. Antioch was a city, Antioch of Syria, just a little bit north of Israel. There were in Antioch in the church that was there prophets and teachers. Notice that blend, that kingdom cocktail, if you will, of the prophetic and the teaching at this time that was in this church. And it lists some names there, Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. You'll recognize a couple of those names, I'm sure, Barnabas and Saul. Saul became his name was changed to, to Paul. We know him as Paul, who wrote many of the letters in the New Testament. It says in verse 2 that while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Now, what we have here is the embryo of those first missionary journeys of Paul. They're getting ready to launch out now into the first missionary journey, pressing into Asia Minor, starting to lean towards Europe. It's while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, that was the womb. The Holy Spirit came with a present to the moment, now word, an assignment, a commissioning set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, to this work. And then it says they fasted more and they prayed more. And the believers there, this kingdom cluster of prophets and teachers, they laid their hands on Paul and Barnabas and sent them away. There was this impartation, this commissioning, this sending. Notice that it says they were sent, not that they just went. And it came out of the womb of prayer and fasting and worship and inviting that now voice of the Holy Spirit. A great phrase is the Holy Spirit in the now. I mean, it's wonderful to read about the Holy Spirit, his activities in the Bible, and all of those patterns and precedents. But we want to engage the Holy Spirit in the now and that power when he speaks. So they went out and began to move in the apostolic. It's very interesting, very interesting that in Galatians 1, 15 and 16, Paul says, when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, 
okay, so that I might preach him among the Gentiles. So Paul knew, he later came to understand that he was set apart even from his mother's womb, and he was called. But my point is that that apostolic calling was not activated, and it was not launched until it flowed out of this kingdom clustering, in this case at that time of the prophetic and the teaching anointings, and as they ministered to the Lord in prayer and fasting, and then the Holy Spirit came with a directive, with an assignment, and his apostolic calling was activated, and he began to move in it. Very powerful principle here. You can have a calling from God, you can have a, a, an assignment over your life, even from your mother's womb, but I want to be very resolved to share with you not to undervalue kingdom clustering and the power of the ecclesia, the church, and the power, the womb of ministering to the Lord in prayer and in fasting and in worship and inviting the Holy Spirit to come with directives and power to activate that calling and assignment. We need this. Now, in Acts chapter 13, that was verses 1 to 3, I would just encourage you to take on the identity of being an Antioch Christian. It's said in in the New Testament that it was at Antioch that they were first called Christians, little Christs, apprentices of Jesus and of the kingdom. And in verse 4, it says they were sent out by the Holy Spirit. They went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed out into the Mediterranean Sea to an island called Cyprus, and they landed at a place called Salamis, and they began to proclaim the word of God in the synagogues on Cyprus. There were Jewish believers there, and they had John as their helper. There was actually three of them who went. And it says in verse 6, they went through the whole island to the other side as, as far as Paphos, and they were evangelizing. People were coming to the Lord. They were, they were proclaiming the word of God throughout the island. And they found a magician there, a Jewish false prophet whose name was Bar-Jesus. This magician was attached. He had attached himself, hang with me here, to the proconsul of the island, Sergius Paulos, it says in verse 7, a man of intelligence. This was like the government, the Roman government on this island in the Mediterranean Sea. And this man, this governor, he was a political leader, a governmental leader. He summoned Barnabas and Saul, and he sought to hear the word of God. But Eliamus, this magician, that was another way he was identified, so his name is translated, it says, Eliamus, this magician, was opposing them and seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. So what do we have here? The proconsul is like interested. He is sort of ripe for the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's ready to come into the kingdom. And this dark power that's operating through this magician is seeking to turn the governmental leader away from the faith. And Saul, who was also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, fixed his gaze on this guy. And he said, this is, a, this is a powerful statement, a declarative decree. You who are full of all deceit and fraud. He calls them, you son of the devil. Wow. Well, you know, Jesus said, you're of your father, the devil, in John 8. So I guess, hmm, I guess that's okay to say there. You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease to make, the crook, make crooked the straight ways of the Lord? Now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and not see the sun for a time. 
And immediately this mist and this darkness falls upon this magician. He's blinded and he went about seeking those who would lead him by the hand. It was a, a, a temporary judgment of the Lord, a power sign to stop this guy from interfering with the activity of the Holy Spirit with this governmental leader. Then verse 12 says, the proconsul believed when he saw what had happened and being amazed at the teaching of the Lord. So he's like this ripe piece of fruit on a tree. It just right there falls off into the hand of the harvester, right? My point is that look at the power they are moving in on this island. It is no mistake that this power is sourced in the incubation experience of Antioch of Syria, ministering to the Lord, praying, fasting. It's coming out of a kingdom cluster. It's coming out of the ecclesia. It's flowing out of anointings of teaching and the prophetic that were activated at that time. And Paul's own apostolic anointing and calling was now activated and he moved in great power and great authority. This is what we need. Remember, my friend, if we're going to be an apostolic people, we are called and assigned to move in authority. We represent a higher plane of authority, a higher government, the kingdom of God. Yes, we're citizens of both worlds, so to speak. We're good citizens in the nation in which we reside. Martin Luther, the great reformer, taught about this very clearly. We have a dual citizenship. But the higher citizenship, the higher plane from which we operate is the government of God. And if we're going to be an apostolic people, we're going to move in authority. Remember, in one of our previous minisodes, we talked about how the apostolos, the apostle, or the, the apostolic assignment of colonizing, they would bring the Roman culture into a new area, Roman ideas, Roman language, Roman law, Roman architecture, Roman roads. And, and that's what it means to be apostolic. We bring the culture of heaven, the culture of the world of Jesus Christ, the culture of the kingdom into new places and new spaces. But just remember what it's sourced in and how it's activated, ministering to the Lord with others, prayer, fasting, that place where we are receptive to the voice, the present voice of the Holy Spirit. And remember that it's not only sourced in that, that womb, it's not only incubated there and activated there, it is sustained from that place. Because Paul would later come back and report to the kingdom believers there in Antioch of Syria what the Lord was doing out on the missionary journeys. And you got to know they were supporting them in prayer. you got to know they were wanting them to win. You have to know that there was this organic relational dynamic through these kingdom clusters and these communities of faith that were being established in the Roman Empire. Now, I have just two takeaways for you. Hopefully, already something has been maybe sparked in your thinking and how you could apply this. But here's a couple takeaways. Number one, be sourced in an ecclesia. An ecclesia is a community of kingdom faith. It's a kingdom church. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and really reverence the process of where you are engrafted into a local church. Remember, they were sent. It wasn't they just went. They came out of relationship. They came out of prayer. They came out of the honoring of the ecclesia. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. This is the pattern that he operates with. This is the architecture of Jesus. Communicate with the leadership there in your church. 
you know, serve there. And also, if there's an assignment on your life or a calling, begin to communicate that with the leadership there so they can acknowledge that and support you in that assignment that you already have from the Lord. And hopefully, it's a beautiful ecclesia culture that not only initiates uh, activities of ministry from within the church, planning it strategically, but also acknowledges and champions uh, assignments that are already coming into the church as they're being engrafted into the community of faith, and they will come on and undergird it and support it. And, and, and secondly, a takeaway that I have for you is know this, what it's sourced in is what will sustain it. This is the Antioch 13 dynamic. It's sourced in ministering to the Lord. All ministry first is ministry to the Lord, and then we're able to go out and minister for the Lord. First, we minister to the Lord, and then we go out and minister for the King. First, we worship and pray to and minister to the King, intimate relationship, and then we're able to go out and initiate and sustain activity on behalf of the King as vice regents. I love the word regent, vice regent, to operate on on the King's behalf. Well, I'd be interested to know what you're thinking, maybe what's stirring in your heart. Feel free to reach out and contact me. You can go to jesussmart.com and click on the contact page. Uh, You can message me there directly. It'll come right to my inbox. Thank you for, for rating, for reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Maybe it's the iTunes app or Stitcher, Podbean. It's on Spotify now. It's even on YouTube. You can also stream and hear every episode on this podcast straight off the JesusSmart.com website. You can even download episodes from the website there. Just go to the show notes page for each episode. But stay connected with it. And when you review and, and subscribe on uh, you know, podcast apps, it it through the algorithms, you know, we we placate the algorithm gods of these uh, podcast directories, right? And, and it helps push it up. The algorithm works and helps others to find it to see if it's a good fit for them. That's how that all works. So that's about the only reason we talk about that. But we want you to stay connected to the podcast. So you can visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. You can leave thoughts and questions there right under that episode. And you can use the contact page if you'd like to, as I mentioned. Remember this, my friend. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. Make it a smart week, and all the best until next time.